0: Bump bump bump! It's finally here. Super Bowl week. Who is going to be crowned at the top of the football mountain? 2022-2023 champions. Let's find out. Let's dive right in. Go!
1: waves and NFL confidence pool podcast. I'm your host, Mac.
0: And I'm your host, Bob.
1: And it is Super Bowl 57 2022 2023 season is coming to a close. We are heading into the biggest week in football of all of the weeks. Teams have been building up to this all season long. 18 weeks of regular season, several weeks in the postseason, knocking out their opponents, and two teams have made it to the biggest stage in football. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, this Sunday, taking it on head-to-head to be crowned the world champions. If you couldn't tell, I'm pretty pumped. How about you, Bob?
0: I am also pretty pumped. Uh, The granddaddy of them all, the big game, is happening out in Arizona in the desert. We got both number one seeds, both teams that have lost only three games all season, both Kelsey brothers, two African-American quarterbacks for the first time ever, and Vegas doesn't really know who to say is the favorite, which is very, very, uh, I feel like it's not a common thing for there not to be a uh, clear favorite heading into the super bowl. So we have a really good game on our hands and I am very excited. Just like my co-host.
1: Yes, we absolutely do. I think it's going to be a great weekend. Like you said, There's so many nuggets about this game, about how evenly matched these two teams are. That's going to make our job pretty hard to determine who we think is going to win. And just like you said, it's made the people in Vegas, their job really difficult because on ESPN, on the apps, all of the sports betting things, it is exactly 50-50 chances. They haven't given anybody the edge or the advantage there is a lot to consider heading into this weekend but overall I think it's just safe to say it's it's really a coin flip here.
0: I really think it is a coin flip and it sounds cliché but it's anybody's ball game and I know you can say that about any game but this game is a little different it truly is 50-50 and I think we're in for a instant classic. I think I can speak for both of us when I say we want a barn burner of a game. We want it to be up and down back and forth and I have my team that I am choosing. I love that I can see it. I have no idea who you're going with. You have no idea who I'm going with, but everything's on the line this episode. You wave riders are going to find out who will be or possibly will be finding out during this episode who's going to be doing the NFL combine, or we're going to have to hopefully wait until after the game on Sunday, which means I was able to successfully pick differently than my co host. I've been just poking and prodding at her brain all week. I think I know who she's going with, and I am very confident.
1: It's interesting that you think you know who I'm going with because I'm not even certain I know who I'm going with yet because it is such a 50-50 game. I have a team written down here, and I'm pretty sure I'm going with them, but i got to be honest, it was kind of a last-minute decision. So if you think you were reading my mind before I even knew, that, that's impressive. Kudos to you.
0: Thank you. I've been working really hard uh, tirelessly all week. And, yeah, I mean, just so the fans know that I really do know I am pretty sure one of the Kelsey brothers is on the team that you're choosing I'm pretty sure they're a one seed I'm pretty sure they've lost three games this season and I'm pretty sure that Andy Reid was either currently or has been their coach in the past and I would bet my entire next couple paychecks that all those things are accurate
1: I I think that that is a really good bet. I think you really hedged hedged your bet there, considering all of those things apply to both teams.
0: Good word. But
1: yeah, I would have to agree. I think that you are completely correct in 100%. That is exactly who I'm choosing. All of those things
0: apply. Well, folks, there we have it. I told you I've been really poking and prodding. And also, actually, yesterday I was chatting with my co-host on the phone, just catching up and uh, talking about this episode as well. And she made a statement, and I, I didn't know if I wanted to expose her like that, like this. But um, there's a lot on the line with the NFL Combine, so I figured that I should. But she actually said she's happy to forfeit this, um, the rest of this challenge, and do the Combine. So I wanted to let everybody know that um, she I? will be the one. Oh,
1: did I say that? I I actually don't recall that. What I thought you were going to say that. Uh... You were going to expose me on is that I would be okay with us choosing differently heading into the Super Bowl just to make it a little bit wow. more exciting. Oh, because that—that is I what I—I I do recall saying that. I don't recall saying anything about you know wanting to give you the win.
0: Maybe I had selective hearing and I heard you going mm-hmm. down a certain path and I decided to continue um, taking your words down that path. So yeah. that's what you said. In my opinion. Um, I took it as, uh, you know, I took it as sermon. And I think what you said has to probably stand. So,
1: yeah. All right. Well, I guess to each their own, I don't necessarily think that uh, it's going to stand because I'm planning on beating you and planning on watching you do the NFL combine and comparing your scores to the scores of the actual NFL players that have had to do the combine. And I think that's going to be really exciting.
0: I think that'll be exciting. And then just last thing, and then we'll hop into the, uh, the hurricane headlines here next. But if I do lose, which is a huge, big fat capitalized if, because I don't think I will, because like I said, I'm pretty sure I know who you're going with. Can we compare my running stats to maybe a center? And can we compare my benching stats to maybe the backup punter? And can I pick and choose who I want to, what position I want to compare my, um, my statistics to?
1: I mean, we can Google that. I I Googled originally just, you know, averages for the NFL. So I think I've got like the average across the entire board, but we can oh. look and see if they separate them out by position. But right now I've got okay. like the averages across the entire NFL. So I think it'd be really better a, to yeah. compare that just because like, I really think you should go up against, you know, the running backs, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks, those speed demon guys, because the NFL combine has a lot to do with like speed i am noticed.
0: Yeah, so kind of like me and against Cheetah, Tyreek and like a running match. Oh, yeah, you easy money. Yeah, and then like me against Aaron Donald and like the benching contest and just like stuff like that.
1: Yeah, oh, so easy. Cool. So easy. Okay. I don't really know if we're going to be able to do like the weightlifting portions because I don't really know where we would do that. I guess I could sneak you into my gym, but.
0: <laughs> don't don't say that out loud. This is live. Don't say
1: that. Uh, Asheville Rocket Club, um, no, we are not oh. going to do that. That's not allowed.
0: We yeah. are in. You are going to be evicted as a member. We are in so much oh, trouble.
1: Shoot! I just paid my membership shoot. too.
0: Her name shoot. is Mackenzie. Mackenzie F. I didn't want <laughs> to. I didn't want to get. Thanks for, for, for not saying my g- last
1: name there. I appreciate you're, it.
0: You're welcome. I thought about. it. I was like, uh, let's uh, let's just leave to the 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 first initial. You're welcome.
1: Thank you so much. Privacy Act, right there. HIPAA. HIPAA. Exactly.
0: HIPAA. HIPAA. HIPAA.
1: Oh my gosh! All right. Well. Yes, I'm excited to dive into all things Super Bowl, but obviously there's only one game this weekend, and yep. Bob and I only talking for 10, 15 minutes. Who wants to Who wants to listen to an episode like that? So we figured we might as That's well terrible. stuff as much as we can into this podcast, the last episode of the season potentially. And Bob's trying to convince me to do a follow up next week, so we'll see. Maybe we'll come back on for one last quick.
0: Oh, quick one. she I said it.
1: I almost said, let's come back on for one last quickie, but I caught myself.
0: Whoa, but then you just but did say it. then I just
1: it. exposed myself.
0: You heard it there first.
1: Oh, nope. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I'm happily married.
0: Oh, I love that you caught yourself saying that and then you just decided to say it. And then still
1: just absolutely you're like, roasted you're myself.
0: Like, you're like, I am just going to expose myself in front of all the wave riders.
1: Well, I'm not going <laughs> to expose myself because then I think I would be charged for like indecent exposure
0: this is a very explicit episode
1: episode. five minutes
0: in this is very very (laughs) explicit oh my goodness super bowl week we are just revved up for a great game and we're just wilding out here
1: we are wilding out that's exactly what i was gonna say we're just wilding out for the super bowl i'm just ready to eat some good snacks eat some good appetizers all the good food have some drinks it's gonna be nice
0: it's gonna be great just and isn't it kind of nice? I mean, obviously, you had your boy Maddie in the game last year. You had a rooting Ed. interest. But isn't it – and obviously, you got to celebrate your boy. He, he won his Super Bowl. He got his ring. He sent you a ring. Uh, you had right. your Ram Super Bowl ring. But isn't it kind of nice – and I know this from personal experience, and I know before last year you do as well – to just watch the Super Bowl with no real horse in the race, just eat a bunch of food, watch the commercials, watch – Rihanna at halftime, enjoy company, and obviously watch the game. But it's just a different. I have had uh, my team in the Super Bowl, the Bears in 2006. I was just 12 years old, but uh, I remember what it feels like. We Mac, little Bobby, <laughs> just a wee little Bobby, just jumping up and down with my dad. Probably had to go to bed at like the end of the third quarter. But I've seen my team in the Super Bowl, Mac. Quick question: Not trying to kick the horse while it's down, but other than Matt Stafford, what are moving your? On. It, Move what are along. your? <laughs> what are your fondest memories of watching your team in the Super Bowl?
1: Move along, Robert.
0: <laughs> wow, I'm being no I knew tired. you were going to
1: get a dig in there. Yes, for those of you that don't know, the Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. They were really, really good before the Super Bowl era, supposedly. That was way before I was born, but have never been back Well, you know yet. what? And I can't wait until they do because we're going to the Super Bowl on Bob's dime. So...
0: Oh, okay. I Can't thought it was a 50-50 that. split right down the middle, but I guess it's it's on my dime, huh?
1: Nope. If the Lions go, it's on your dime.
0: And if the Bears go, it's on your dime?
1: That's what we agreed to.
0: Hmm. I don't remember that. So, speaking of uh, selective
1: I'll show you the podcast listening. from last the last season. They have them well, in
0: there. In that case, i got the
1: receipts. I've got the receipts.
0: <laughs> well, in that case, I actually do feel like that is, uh, that is fact and not fiction. But yeah. I should probably tread a little lightly because the Lions did end the season red hot and the Bears uh, did lose their last 10. But anything can happen. It's a crazy offseason coming up.
1: Yeah, it's true. There's a lot going on. So speaking of, that's a great transition into the offseason. For some teams, it's already the offseason. And there are some things that have already been happening throughout the league. A lot more to come. A bunch of trades begin happening. Players can start getting traded in March. So there's a lot more to come over the course of the next month. But we have seen some movement in terms of Players retiring, coaches being moved around, all that can start as soon as the season is over. So we have a couple things that we want to cover in the offseason. We will, of course, do another update at some point throughout, probably right around the draft, either right before or right after, and we'll give you more updates then in terms of what's going on in the offseason. But what we know so far are a couple different things. So we're going to call this Headline Hurricane. Bob and I are just going to quickly go through some of the biggest headlines around the NFL since the season has ended for a lot of these teams. First up, you may have heard of Sean Payton. He is a very successful coach, previously of the New Orleans Saints. He did end up retiring, or so we thought. He pulled a Tom Brady, he retired, and he came back out of retirement. He has now been uh, signed on and is now the head coach for the Denver Broncos. So obviously you have heard us talk a lot about the Broncos and how they kind of shit the bed. Explicit. Sorry. Shit.
0: Explicit.
1: Shiz. They uh, shiz the bed. Obviously, Russell Wilson, the big trade, did not pay out for them as much as they would have hoped, but they're hoping now with a new head coach at the helm, who's going to be able to get in there and really try to steer him the right way. We'll see what happens. I'm not convinced that it's just going to be this immediate puzzle piece that's going to solve all their issues, but Sean Payton, I do respect the guy a lot. I loved the Saints when he was out there with Drew Brees. They got a lot done. Incredible. Um, so yeah, Sean Payton to the Denver Broncos. And like I said, headline hurricane. So clearly I just whizzed through that so fast. And Wait,
0: was that all? That? It's oh been my it's like gosh. two minutes. <laughs> Holy crap. That was really fast. I'm jotting down a couple things over here. And then you're like, and that is headline hurricane. I was like, geez, she just shot really? through I, that.
1: I felt like that was way fast or I mean, way slow.
0: <laughs> no, from my point of view, you, that was a hurricane. So oh wow, done. Okay.
1: Well, thank you very much. All right. You're up with the second headline of the offseason thus far.
0: Okay, second headline. I'm talking about two retirees. And just because this guy, like we were mentioning last, last year, he already retired. He teased as he came back. So I'm not going to spend as much time on this guy. But since he is the GOAT, since it does seem like he's officially retired, he just signed a mega deal with, I think it was CBS for like Fox. 10 to 13. Like I said, it was definitely Fox. Just signed a mega deal. Uh, I mean, no, go for it.
1: Oh, sorry. I, sorry to interrupt. It, but you do it to me all the time, so pay back. <laughs> oh. I did see that over the next 10 years, his Fox contract, he's going to be making more than he did in his entire NFL career combined, which is just absurd.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make <laughs> any he's sense. he's going
1: to be up there in the broadcast booth doing this, shooting the shit, hanging out, talking about Man. football.
0: So he's basically doing what we're doing right now, but getting to be at the actual games and then making just a little bit more than what we're making right now?
1: Just a little bit. Only about a million more, but just a little bit. Okay. Because, you know, we Man, make well, like we must... dozens of millions of dollars.
0: Dozens of millions. Yeah, obviously. So <laughs> we don't want to give away HIPAA. Speaking of HIPAA, we don't want to give away our like actual <laughs> income that we make from the show, but uh, HIPPO. but uh, we're we're doing pretty well here on, uh, on making waves. But yes- Uh, He is a GOAT, Tom Brady. I think since he signed that deal, this is officially the last time we'll ever see him play on the field. But in his career, he ended up throwing for 89,000 yards in NFL record. He threw for 650 touchdowns in NFL record. He had 10 Super Bowl appearances, which is just disgusting. He won seven Super Bowl titles, which is more than any franchise combined. Tom has more than any franchise: five Super Bowl MVPs, three overall MVPs. He has the most games started and the most wins for any quarterback. So obviously, he's the goat. Uh, this year was probably the darkest of his career. He had a lot of stuff going on. I know this is TMZ, like we were saying, but he had a rough off-the-field year. But I mean, he will be remembered as being a winner. He was constantly in the playoffs. I'm sure you you would say the same thing since I've been a kid. The only thing that's always a constant is Tom's in the playoffs making deep runs. So kudos to you, Tom, congrats on your retirement. Don't do it again because if you come back, we're not going to give you another, another uh, farewell tour here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. I love it. Great stats. Thanks for providing those. Um, Definitely incredible to see what he did and just even up until the end. I mean, this past year, he was one of the top five in passing yards and, Last year before that, he like broke all of his previous records and just at his age, incredible. Good for you, Tom. Now, good riddance. All right. Next up is another coaching transfer, Frank Wright. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He was let go from the Indianapolis Colts. If you remember earlier this season, we talked about that. And then he was replaced by, who is it? Jeff Saturday. Yep. And then, yeah. So he's been looking around for a new position. Obviously did not have a, ton of great success in Indianapolis, um, especially recently. Just a lot of different quarterback changes and not great. But he he is now the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. So down here by me, Frank, what up, my dude? We'll see what happens there. They obviously got to figure out some stuff with their quarterback situation going on. So he's got a lot of things he's got to work through down here in Carolina. But welcome to the beautiful state.
0: Heck yeah, well, yeah, congrats, Frank. Must be nice to be an NFL coach, have a tough time, get fired, then immediately land on your feet and find another NFL coaching job. Uh, So, yeah, congrats, Frank, and nicely done on the uh, the hurricane there.
1: Thank you so much. All right, moving right along to the fourth headline of the offseason.
0: Yes, the second and definitely not least of the – Retirement news uh, comes from J.J. Watt. He is most known for his time in Houston. He was a Texan for most of his career. He's been in the Cardinals the last couple years. Uh, One thing about J.J. is he was a workhorse. He started at Wisconsin. He was great in college, but people thought he was undersized. People thought he wasn't going to really have a career in the NFL, and he said, watch me. Um, He did have a lot of injuries throughout his career, but he had three AP Defensive Player of the Year awards in his first five seasons, which is incredible. He ended his career with 586 tackles, 114.5 all-time sacks, which puts him in the top 10 of all time. He had 70 pass deflections, 27 forced fumbles, 17 uh, fumble recoveries, and two interceptions. Unfortunately, unlike Tom, JJ could never really win when it mattered. He only had a couple. Playoff wins in Houston. Never made it to the big one. Never made a Super Bowl, but he definitely is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the best defenders of our era and another guy that had quite the career. Not quite GOAT status, but very, very good Hall of Fame status. So, JJ, happy trails and enjoy retirement. Come on the show anytime.
1: All right. Yeah, come on. He he seems like a great guy. I love following him. Actually got to see him at my brother's graduation he came and spoke because he went to wisconsin so he came as like the um guest speaker and all that so yeah it was pretty cool but it seems like a great guy congrats on retirement enjoy thanks (laughs) thanks (laughs) are you retiring as well yeah (laughs) okay fifth uh well congrats bob i'm not giving you if you come back i'm not giving you another um highlight clip like i did last week
0: so <laughs> there's there's not gonna be another one this week
1: no not another one
0: <laughs> oh i was really excited for that
1: oh sorry you gotta give me a heads up i didn't know you were retiring
0: shoot shoot, shoot. well we could have one we could have one for next week but okay but yes yeah,
1: we'll see if we're even having
0: one next week <laughs> oh, what <laughs> headline number five
1: two seconds long to be like yes this team won oh well, exactly. we'll talk about it
0: Okay, Okay, we'll talk about it. Headline
1: number five. Great transition. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Hopefully Bob told me that's how to pronounce it. So if I'm not, blame him. He has been hired by the Houston Texans as the head coach over there. He was, I believe it's the defensive coordinator prior to this, of the San Francisco 49ers. So obviously has had a lot of success there. Um, playing, or not playing for, coaching the 49ers, doing really, really good. And, yeah, it's pretty good to see that he's got a new coaching job, and we'll see what he does in Houston. There's a lot up in the air with their quarterback situation as well. It seems to me that these things kind of relate, the head coaches and the quarterbacks. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Love to see it. And yes, we will.
0: And sorry, I just wanted to say one quick thing um, about D'Amico. He, I remember it was like week three, Sunday night football. And the guys were talking about how he was going to be front and center of new teams, needing a coach. He was going to get hired super quickly. And literally I think it was like an hour or two after the Niners lost last weekend or two weekends ago, he was named as their coach. So Texans, they cracked me up. They had the number one pick locked in. They won that game. They immediately were like F you lovey. They fired him. And I think they knew they wanted D'Amico. D'Amico actually played for Houston. He was a really good defender there. So very good fit. I'm excited. to, see, Yeah. So I'm excited to see if he can maybe uh, bring back the defense and uh, the, the Texans a little bit.
1: All right. Yeah. I'll be excited to see it as well. Obviously, as you mentioned, they gave up their first round draft pick, but it sounds like they picked uh, one of the first round draft picks for coaching positions. So It'll be interesting to see what he can do there. But beyond that, that concludes headline hurricane. But beyond that, just real quick, just to brush through these other couple of vacancies that we have at head coach. These are some things that we're going to have to watch, of course, in the off season to see what these teams do. Uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts. As I mentioned, they had a bit of a coaching upheaval. I would say this this season. They fired Frank, and then obviously Jeff Saturday came in. But as of right now, it's unknown who their coach is going to be heading into next season. So that's a vacancy there that we need to consider. And then another head coaching vacancy that is a pretty big one is Cliff Kingsbury of the Arizona Cardinals, who has been there for a little bit. He got fired. Um, The Cardinals obviously... Kind of went downhill, didn't have a great season this year. So he is gone. I have heard that he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand with no return date. I've also read that some teams have been reaching out to him and he basically said, buzz off, I'm out of here. So we'll see if he comes back ever into the NFL. But in the meantime, the Arizona Cardinals are going to need to find somebody to fill that role as well.
0: Wow, super jealous of Cliff. That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, I know. I want to go to Thailand, one-way ticket. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, one way ticket. Wow. So he's really just saying peace out NFL. Peace out Girl Scouts.
1: (laughs) He's like, yeah, I'm actually done. So thanks,
0: man. Living the freaking treatment. I think he's a pretty young guy too. So I think uh, I'm
1: going
0: to look up his age right now. He
1: definitely is a young guy.
0: He is. Yeah. The first thing that popped up when I, when I looked up his name is Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend says goodbye to Thailand. Huh? Weird, well, maybe uh, he's
1: coming back then. Who knows?
0: Interesting. Yeah, he's only 43, so just living the dream yes, out in Southeast living Asia. Living the dream.
1: Hey, I wouldn't mind that at all. But yeah, so that's that's our headline hurricanes. Okay? just to go through a couple things that have happened so far. Obviously, a lot more to come, as we've mentioned, but teams are already starting to think of next year. And speaking of thinking of next year, we're going to talk about two bold predictions that Bob and I have for next year. So... Do you want to take it away, Bob? What do you think is going to happen this off season, heading into next season? That's going to be pretty
0: bold. Take me away. Yes. Okay. So take me
1: away.
0: Oh, that see
1: was beautiful. That
0: was beautiful. Wow. Very nice. So one very bold prediction that I'm thinking for the 2023-2024 season, and I could have listed out four or five really, really good ones. But, yeah, we want to be cognizant of time here. So the main main uh, bold prediction that I have is that the Colts, who are currently slotted at the number four draft pick right now currently, have a lot going for them. They have a really good defense. They have some weapons with Pittman. They have uh, one of the best running backs in the league um, with Jonathan Taylor. But I think they're going to trade up with my boys. I think they're going to – give us quite the haul because I've read we are not going to give up that number one pick unless it is a massive, at least an additional first round or a first round and a second round pick package, which the Colts do have. So I think they're going to trade with us, get the number one overall pick. select Bryce Young from Alabama, he's going to be the centerpiece that they're going to build around. But yeah, like I said, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have one of the best defenses in football. They have a lot of weapons. They're just missing that quarterback. And uh, I think they're going to, they're going to pay um, many draft picks to my boys, which I'm very happy about, to get their guy. So that is my bold prediction.
1: Oh, wow. All right. I like it a lot. That's a great prediction. And if that Thanks. happens, man, just some ESPN hire this dude.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to click Kingsbury, <laughs> and I'm going to respond.
1: I'm going to respond. No, that would be awesome though. I think that could definitely be, I could absolutely see that happening. That sounds like a big win-win for a lot of different teams and they could get up and get their guy. I agree. They need a quarterback up there. So, and there's a lot of other teams now that also need a quarterback, especially with, you know, the retiring and there's, there's a lot of quarterbacks floating around right now, but we'll see what's going to happen with them.
0: There's a lot that needs to happen. And Last thing here that I'm excited to hear your bold prediction, as I know our wave riders are as well. But if I do get an offer from ESPN, I will not accept it unless they let me do a package deal to bring you with me as well. So I will be a very, yeah, I will be a very, you're welcome. I will really do my best to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Negotiate, uh, make sure you're a part of that package as well. And I'd even take some less pay to, to make sure that happens. Oh my
1: gosh. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I'm just going to give the mic back to you. I need to make a quick call to my agent just to renegotiate my deal that I just made with ESPN. So just take the mic. Don't worry about it. I totally, totally would do the same for you.
0: Oh, oh, so you, (laughs) you currently have a deal in place, huh?
1: Yeah, I actually just received a call earlier today. Yeah, I just got to make a quick call, renegotiate a few things. Originally, I think they sent the paperwork over. It's weird. It's It was just for me, but I I Ugh. swear I tried to tell them, like me and Bob, of course.
0: Is that why you were just saying this is the last episode and you made it seem like <laughs> it was like a, a final thing, not just like of the season?
1: That That could be why I was waiting to break it to you mm. about my retirement so you could make me a highlight clip. But oh. uh, I just was trying to ease into it. But of course, it'll be your retirement too, because obviously, I included you in the package for the contract.
0: Obviously, that would be insanely rude if you didn't. It's but savage. it sounds like you definitely—it sounds like you're absolutely on top of that. So I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I just have to make a few quick like, few like, calls, click, but click, click, I can ring. do it. Uh, ring, ring. I can do it after the podcast. No problem. No problem.
0: Yeah, or you can do it right now. Either way. No, no,
1: it's, it's no, no it's rush. Good. It's good. I got to move into my bold prediction.
0: Yes, please do.
1: Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's not that bold. Like I really like yours was very creative outside of the box uh, doing some things, but this, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to talk about this one. Uh, There are definitely a lot of rumors flying around the rumor mill about Aaron Rodgers, And there was a lot last year. You got to admit a lot of people thought he was going to move on from the Packers. Bob and I were very, very hopeful, But this year, it feels like it absolutely could be the case. And so I guess my bold prediction, which may not even be that bold because there's already been some tweets and some talk about it. But again, like I said, I just wanted an opportunity for us to comment on it because we both don't like the guy. I absolutely believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded to the Raiders. The fact that Devontae Adams is there, there's been a lot of talk. Obviously, they need a new quarterback. They bench Derek Carr midway through the seat or towards the end of the season. He obviously has made it very clear. He has no intention of going back there. They have no intention of keeping him around. I think they're going to make some big moves to try to acquire Aaron Rodgers and for him to reunite back again with Devonte Adams. I could absolutely see that happening again. Like I said, it's not too, too bold. It seems kind of like, of course it's inevitable. They're going to reunite out in Las Vegas but my bold prediction I guess to keep it bold would be that they're not going to have the same success that they had in Green Bay under Matt LaFleur
0: okay so not only will Rogers be heading to Sin City but he will also not have as much success as some might expect
1: yeah that's wow. my that's my hopeful and bold prediction is that he's going to go out there expecting to do great things, but he's not going to have as much success as he did in Green Bay. Which actually, I saw I saw something, and I guess I didn't really realize this, but like he, I guess overall hasn't had as much success I think as people think he had has because I saw this tweet that said Tom Brady now has more retirements than Aaron Rodgers has Super Bowls, and I was like, oh, that hurts. <laughs>
0: Dang, I did not see that, but that's a nugget that I would chew on all night. Tom Brady has more tired than Aaron Rodgers has Super Bowls. But yeah, no, that's a great point. Rodgers is notorious for not only losing to the Niners in the playoffs. He's like 0-4 against his hometown team, and he was super bitter about them not choosing him in the first round back in, I don't know, like 2007, 2008 or whatever. But yeah, he's only made one Super Bowl, and obviously he's one for one, but he only has one Super Bowl and all those great teams. So. Elite? I don't know. Joe don't Flacco know. has as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers does. so. Yeah,
1: people say he is the, they call him the, they call Tom Brady the goat and him the boat. They call him the best of all time. And I'm like, really? Is he? Is he the best of all time? Because He's I easily think Patrick Mahomes would take that, you know?
0: I mean, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is more of a joke, jackass of all time. <gasps> Explicit.
1: <laughs> joke, also, I, I like he, it.
0: I know we were laughing yesterday about Rodgers does a lot of interesting things, but he's on some like no phone, like no whatever retreat. Oh, yeah, the darkness
1: retreat. He's on a 10 day darkness retreat where he's going to decide his future in the NFL. I don't think there's any way he retires the same year as Tom Brady. I think he's got too big of an ego to retire the same year and have to, he'll most likely enter the Hall of Fame. They do that based on the year you retire. There's no way he's going to want to do that the same year as the actual goat, someone who is way better than he is.
0: Someone is, yeah, for someone that's made it to 10 Super Bowls and won seven. I don't think Rogers wants to be in the same class as a guy that's just going to outshine him. So yeah, he's probably be sitting in his dark little cave and he's going to decide to go to Las Vegas and go little
1: cave, a little,
0: his little stupid cave, eating his little rocks. (laughs) And then he's going to decide to go to Vegas and stink. So yeah, I mean, usually we don't get our cake and eat it too, but him going to Vegas and then stinking it up there would kind of be like us getting our cake and eating it. So that'd be cool. I know.
1: I, so things are going to need to happen, considering if he did go there, he would have Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby. He'd have a lot of good weapons. But, hey, we're still just put into the universe. He is going to go suck. And I and don't know about gonna, you, And he's have
0: Morgan Wallen as well. Or Darren Wallen. Morgan, Wallen.
1: Morgan Wallen? Darren...
0: Darren- Darren Waller. I said Morgan Waller. Oh my gosh, you're right. He
1: would have Darren Waller. Okay, maybe that is a really bold prediction for me to say he's going to stink because he will have weapons out there. He
0: will have weapons and weapons and weapons. But hey, as long as he's out of the NFC North, do whatever you want. Bye. Bye. Love it.
1: All right. And... We have one more, I guess, bold prediction you could say. Before we talk about this year's Super Bowl, we're making a way, way, way too early prediction for next year's Super Bowl. So hit me, Bob. Who's going to the Super Bowl next year? What do you got? Well,
0: you know what? How about I tell you one team, I'll tell you my AFC, you tell me your NFC, and then we'll go back and forth.
1: Okay, sure.
0: How do you you want to do this?
1: Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Who's your NFC team? We'll do NFC and then AFC.
0: Okay, well, I actually only have my AFC team, and I was going to think of my NFC team okay, real quick. Okay, so you, you tell me so- your
1: AFC team is who I meant, what okay. I meant to say.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Same we'll way, so, right now, I think this team has been knocking on the door for too many years. They're too talented. They're too hungry. I think they've had some bad injuries the last couple of years. I think it's finally time for Josh Allen, no! Stephon Diggs, that defense, and that city. I think – Bills Mafia will be riding on Josh Allen's coattails to make the Super Bowl in 2024 from the AFC. And I'm assuming that might be your, your same choice based off of your reaction there.
1: I was going to say, can I choose the same team?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, you can.
1: I can. Okay, great. This is a team I have been just fighting for <laughs> all year.
0: I just love <laughs> well, that you said, can I choose the same team? And then you're just like, going into like, the team I'm choosing is...
1: Sorry. Okay, it's the Bills. But no, I love it. I, was, I love it. But I was trying to say like about them is that I have been rude for them all year to make it they have not ever they've never been to a Super Bowl right
0: so they've been, they've to been
1: th- but they've never won
0: yes they lost three in a row back to back to back like in the 90s right. but they have not been there in a long time You're right
1: okay so they've never won a Super Bowl they've been Correct. a long time ago this is too good of a team to keep missing out on the Super Bowl I feel like one of these years The jackpot's going to hit for them, and I'm hoping it will only continue into next year. I feel like, honestly, this may be a a hot take, but if Von Miller was healthy, I think that they could have done a lot more on defense and done some good things this past year. So I am going also with the Buffalo Bills.
0: I was literally about to say that. I was going to say, if he didn't get hurt on Thanksgiving against your boys Mm – Thanks, Lions, yeah. for nothing. So if they if can get keep hurt, him, yeah. if they
1: can keep him, if they can keep that team together, I know there's a little tension. Stefan Diggs was not happy with the way this season ended. Some he things the happened worst. there. But if they can keep their core and keep it strong and healthy, I don't know. They're, they're an incredible team when they're on and they're healthy and playing well.
0: I think that's a great, yeah, great points. Um, obviously, I agree with your choice because I had the same one. But side note, is it? prerequisite for all these good receivers to be prima donnas because it's never the <laughs> it quarterback must
1: be. It must it's be. never the
0: running back which makes no sense because they're constantly getting the ball you never see a running back throwing their helmet like a chad ochocinco or odell beckham or right. uh antonio brown walking off with his shirt off and now Stephon diggs it's always the receiver it's yeah. always a receiver that's making making a fuss and i trying agree with to, that a lot of them are
1: making a fuss and get mad about not getting thrown the ball more but it's like yeah, we got to spread the ball around a little bit here. There's four of you guys out on the field at one time, typically, or more considering like tight ends and running backs and all of them as well. So, yeah, I don't know. It's like, okay, yes, everybody knows you're good, but that's part of the reason we don't throw to you all the time because yeah. you're doubled up or they're playing a stronger defense against you. You know?
0: Yeah. If I'm a quarterback in the NFL, which is still a realistic possibility in the near future Especially for both Especially
1: after this combine.
0: Especially after the combine, which you're going to do. And I guess you can take me and do it as well, but I won't be <laughs> you know, required. But when I was an intramural quarterback at Grand Valley State and co-rec and, and co-ed, if someone was, I don't know, complaining about not getting thrown to, I'd say, well, you know what? I'm done throwing to them for the night. And that's why I always threw to Mac because she never complained. Oh, if she was thanks, open, God. I threw to her. Oh, you want me to throw it to you more, Mike? Not getting any more of the rest of the game. Oh, what was that? What did you say to me? No more passes for you. I'm going to keep throwing a Mac. So if I'm Josh Allen, next year I say, hey, Stefan, get ready for 200 receiving yards because you're not getting the ball for me this year.
1: Yeah, you're not getting the ball at all. I'm going to hang out to it and just maybe he'd rather lose than give him the ball and feed into that giant ego of his.
0: Exactly. Oh, what was that, Steph? Yo, You want more passes? Bye-bye. Unbelievable. (laughs) Bye-bye. But yes, okay, so okay, NFC. Anyways,
1: we digress typically. Uh,
0: yes. so
1: NFC, uh, we can snake it back here. I'll give you a little more time to think of your AFC team. I'm going back to my roots of who I predicted this season to make it. This team is in the Super Bowl a lot, so I hate, you know, going back for that. I would love to say the Lions, obviously. I do think the Lions are gonna be a playoff team next year. Enough to make it oh. all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll see. But this team, I think they are such an incredible team, year in, year out. And again, if they stayed healthy with Mr. Irrelevant, they, I think would be absolutely in the in the mix to be in the Super Bowl this year. So Super Bowl, 58 next year, I'm going with San Francisco 49ers against the Buffalo Bills.
0: Well, this is boring because I just wrote oh, down a do little while thing. ago. <laughs> I, a little while ago, wrote Niners, and I was thinking all right. about all the teams in the NFC, and I was like, Eagles and Cowboys kind of beat the hell out of each other. It's yeah. definitely not going to be the Packers or the Vikings. Kind of like what you said. I do think my boys are going to pull a Jacksonville Jags, make the playoffs, go from worst. Close hey, to worst, that'd be awesome. And uh, make the playoffs. I don't think the Rams going to be back there. I don't think Cardinals or anything. So I think the... Rational answer would be the Niners, assuming they're not going to be on their fourth-string quarterback come the NFC Championship game. So assuming, I think yeah. that's a good call.
1: All right, well, yeah, I guess that wasn't as bold as we were hoping it was going to be, but I thought for sure you were going with the Bears or something.
0: <laughs> See, I thought about it. I'm like, I need our listeners to respect me heading into next season, so I, I wanted to roll back, but maybe in two years. But on I, the count of three, I, on the count of three, let's both say who we think's going to win that game. When I hit three, let's both just say who we think's going to win the Super Bowl next year. Same time, ready? One, okay. two, three. Niners. Bills. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got a bills and we got a niners. There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. I told
1: that you can choose separate, moving into that. You can he- keep that Mojo going. Moving into this year's Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 but before we do since it is maybe our last episode of the season it is time for a word from our sponsors
0: oh gosh i didn't come prepared for this (laughs) this week's second to last episode of the season super bowl week is brought to you by burger king Whopper, 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 oh. whopper, single, double, triple whopper, Super Bowl is on Sunday. I want snacks, I want some Sundays, BK, do, 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 do. Sunday, Super Bowl, I hope there's no snow, I hope that I can get a hit, cut, cut down my flow, okay, I'm done, that's enough. Okay. I was like, I can't copyright uh, the whole commercial. So I was trying to rhyme and my brain's not working right now. And It's
1: okay. I love it. I thank, freaking love it.
0: Thanks, Burger King, for your super addicting and catchy ads. Get that a whopper. The commercial
1: is all the rage. I'm sure you've probably heard of it if you're on any sort of social media. But all the rage for basically being the worst commercial that comes on every football game especially somehow there's some algorithm apparently that it comes on right after the worst possible plays or like when your team gets bumped out of the playoffs, it's like Whopper, Whopper, junior Whopper. It's (laughs) the worst.
0: Oh my gosh. Gotta love Whoppers. And man, the marketing team really balled out on that one. And yeah, unless you're on a 10 day darkness retreat in a cave, you know what that song is and you've heard it. So.
1: (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: So I think this is what our fans have been waiting for. Oh, thank you. I tried my best. I, I kind of lost at the end, but uh, I was really trying to hit a home run for the second to last episode. So appreciate no it. No
1: problem. But yeah, I agree. I think that's what our, our fans have been waiting for all 40 minutes. As we said, we just like to really, you know, drag things out, even when it's completely unnecessary, but might as well do it. But let's move into the Super Bowl, the thing that we are actually here to discuss. So the way this is going to work, Bob and I, obviously we have both already chosen a team. Bob is hoping that our teams that we've chosen are different. And I kind of am too, just to, you know, spice it up a little bit for this, this weekend, this Super Bowl. But yes, so we've wrote, written those down. And we're both going to talk about a, a pro and a con for each team. Before we choose our teams, before we say who we've chosen, we're going to give why we think that team could win, why we think that team could lose. So let's kick it off with the AFC. And let's kick it off with the Chiefs. Why do you think, Bob, that the Chiefs are going to win this game?
0: Okay, I'm going to really try to hide my facial reactions, my emotions. And this is all off the dome. I didn't write down any positives or negatives for each. So I'm going to try to really even keel it. And folks, there's a lot on the line. My heart is pumping. Okay, so the Chiefs, did that sound like a heartbeat at all?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, it kind of did.
0: Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, that was good. Thank you. That's my heartbeat right now. So, Chiefs, they have the experience. So, how many, th- am I saying one good thing and one negative?
1: Just tell me real quick. Yep, yeah, In a brief, brief synopsis, okay. how okay. could the Chiefs win this game? What do the they Chiefs have to The Chiefs can win
0: this game it? because they have the experience. They have Andy Reid. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Travis Kelsey. They have the number one offense in football. They've been there. They've done this. This is their third Super Bowl that they've been in. I believe it's either in the last four or five years, definitely third five. in the last five okay third in the last five um and they make it to the AFC championship every single year for the last six years so they are used to the big games they just beat the Bengals who I think had the highest Super Bowl odds heading into the championship weekend so they've got the experience they've got the number one offense um and they're hot right now a reason that they could lose this game oh wait is
1: I was gonna give my reason for oh why sorry yes, yes
0: yes yes well, sorry
1: No, no, you're good. I totally agree with what you said. Uh, One quick nugget before just talking about the entire Super Bowl. It's pretty fun because these are two of the youngest quarterbacks to ever go head-to-head in the Super Bowl. So Patrick Mahomes is 27. Jalen Hurts is 24. It's the youngest matchup ever in the Super Bowl. That's pretty fun. But as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes does have that slight edge – for the Chiefs because he does have the experience. This will be his third Super Bowl. He has won one. He has lost one. This is the tiebreaker here. And he obviously finds a way to make plays, get things done. And if you were just looking at it hypothetically of any teams at all, um, obviously he's – I I believe he will be the best quarterback on the field come Sunday. He, he finds a way to make things happen. He finds a way to get things done. And, yeah, just an incredible quarterback all the way around. As you mentioned, offense, phenomenal. So, yep, that's why I think that the Chiefs absolutely could win. And, yeah, go ahead. Uh, What you were going to say of why you think they could lose.
0: Well, let's take it back so you get to have the first say on why they should lose. So,
1: Okay, perfect. So, why I think the Chiefs could lose this game, I think – A factor here would be probably their defense. So as we mentioned, their offense is incredible in getting things done left and right, the number one in the NFL. Defense is a little bit of a different story. They've been a little sluggish on defense at times, um, definitely allowing a good amount of points each game. I want to say the average is like 20-ish points or so per game. So giving up some stuff on defense uh, not as much experience on the defensive side. And then also just a quick side note. They do have a couple more injuries banged up going into this weekend than the Eagles do. McCole uh, Hardman is banged up. He has been placed on IR, so he will not be there at the Super Bowl. Kadarius Toney, another wide receiver for the Chiefs. Uh, he is banged up. he is questionable for this weekend. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes has that high ankle sprain that he's been working through, but he looked okay last week. I don't really think that's going to impact him. And then on defense, they do have a couple cornerbacks or safeties, I believe, that are also a bit banged up. So I guess just injury-wise and maybe just sluggish on defense would be my reasons for why they could lose. Okay. You're up.
0: Solid and very legitimate reasons. Excuse me. So I think... A reason or two that they could lose this game is they have had a tendency the last couple of years to lose a lot of big games. They have lost good a couple AFC point. Championship games that they hosted. They lost to the Bengals uh, after being up twenty-one to three last year. They lost in the Super Bowl um, in pretty dominating fashion to the Bucks during the COVID season. And I think there's a lot of pressure on Mahomes to win this game. He doesn't want to be one and two in the Super Bowls, and he has, yeah, lost a lot of big games recently. And they haven't won a Super Bowl since. 2019. So it's been three full seasons now. And I think that added pressure uh, is just going to be one of those things. And yeah, experience is great, but sometimes it goes the other way. Sometimes a guy like Hertz doesn't really know what to expect and they just, uh, you know, are able to go out there and play and win. So I think there could be a little added pressure and that could be um, a negative. And kind of what you said about their defense being uh, not the best as well. That could also be uh, a reason that they lose the game.
1: Okay. Great, great examples there. Uh totally agree. It sounds like we're pretty, pretty much in agreement with their pros and their cons for the Chiefs heading into the Super Bowl. So uh snake in it back if you want to kick it off with your pros for the NFC representative, the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Snake in it back. Poof, caught the snake. snake okay. Snaking so, it back. Poof. Snake it back. Uh yeah, I think an easy reason that the Eagles could win this game in my opinion is because they've kind of been the best team in football all season long they had the best record for most of the season Hertz went down for a couple games they had a quick little doldrum there but they have consistently been looked at as the best team in football Uh, they've been dominant up front their offensive line is for sure the best in the game and their defense has just been absolutely balling out they're just kind of good on both sides of the ball to the point where I think they're widely renowned as the best team in football. So I think that's a obvious reason why they could win this game.
1: Okay. I like it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that the Eagles have a a good kind of just traditional grounded Grind and or ground and pound type of style and play. Um, obviously, Hurts can also get out of the pocket and scramble, scramble a good bit. So obviously not the same level of uh, sorcery as Mahomes, but Hurts holds his own for sure in terms of getting things done. I think the biggest factor for how the Eagles could win, though, would be kind of the opposite of the Chiefs. So the Eagles' defense has been phenomenal all season long they well, whereas the Chiefs are averaging around 20 points that they're giving up per game, the Eagles are only averaging about seven that they're giving up per game. So their defense has been strong. They have arguably two of the best corners in the league, uh, Big Play Slay. I love to talk about him. He's former Detroit Lion, does a great job on defense. And then also their defensive front has been doing a really nice job, if you'll remember my My guy from last year or last week was Sasan Reddick up for defensive player of the year. So their defensive front has been really getting back. They're getting a lot of sacks as well. So I think their defense, uh, whereas for the Chiefs, it was their offense. For the Eagles, I think it'd be their defense would be the factor that could help them win.
0: Okay. Very solid points. Now you want to hit us with how they could lose?
1: I do. I do indeed. So I think... The thing about the Eagles that scares me a little bit is, yes, they have an incredible record, but looking at their schedule, I don't know that they had the toughest schedule of any team in the NFL. They had some teams that, you know, any NFL team is doing really good. A lot of them are all already start at this really high caliber and this really high bar. But in the grand scheme of things, the Eagles, the number of individuals they played and the teams that they played are not necessarily as high as some of the other teams, or they don't have exactly the strongest opponents, I guess, throughout the season. So yes, they had their 16 wins, but you know, they some of them might not have been as well-earned or as difficult to play against as some other teams may have had to face. So I think that's what scares me a little bit about them. And then also, I would just say the experience side, we kind of talked about that in as a pro for Patrick Mahomes, I do think that can be a negative for Jalen Hurts. He has never really seen this before. Um, he's new to this big of a stage. Obviously, he seems very cool, calm, and collected, but being new to the Super Bowl and having this be your first time going into such a big game, I think that pressure can weigh on you a good bit. I mean, we saw it with. Mahomes when he first walked in you know and everybody was all about the Chiefs and the Bucs absolutely handed it to him because it's just a different playing field out there so I would say that's probably a little bit of what about what makes me nervous about the Eagles
0: yeah <clears throat> I don't know if I have anything really much more additionally from there uh, they kind of had a little bit of a lull at the end of the season they were struggling they lost a couple of games without so hurts and then there was some concerns that he was banged up Um, against the Giants. Giants are not a great team. No offense, Eli, but uh, they smoked the Giants. And then, yeah, they got to play against the Niners and a guy that hadn't had more than a couple snaps in his 15-year NFL career. So I think them kind of struggling at the end of the season on top of the fact that they've had a very easy road, in a sense, to the Super Bowl. And they are not going to have an easy game on Sunday. And that goes without saying. So,
1: yeah. I know. I think that's a reason. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of a challenge because I kind of wish, or I really wish that the 49ers were healthy last week. So we could really get a good gauge for the Eagles against a solid team in like the 49ers. Um, Obviously they did a great job handling their defense, but I mean, it's, it's kind of seems inevitable when on offense the the 49ers couldn't get anything going because obviously they had no quarterback. So more chances on offense. I was, you're going to be able to rack up some points even against a really solid defense. So, I kind of wish that we got to see a little bit more from them in terms of like how they're actually going to show up and play.
0: Yep, completely agreed. Okay. And now what we've all been waiting for.
1: All right.
0: The grand So how are we going to do this? Do reveal. you want to say
1: yours and then mine, and then we'll like hold it up so that way that way you know that it is correct?
0: Or how do you want to do that? So I have a question for you. Are you going with what's written on your paper right now? I need to pen away from of course, the trigger. Of course. Hands. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. So
0: you are, you are going with the team on your paper. Yes. Okay. I want to do a quick prediction, um, just to show the fans that I really did get a good gauge on what you're doing. So just based off of the last handful of weeks i have noticed a trend that you have especially also in the wave maker awards you've always had a bit of a draw to the chiefs you and that's not a bad thing i just think that you really respect the excellence between mahomes and kelsey whenever we do our fantasy drafts kelsey is high up on your board and just knowing that you oh you're smiling it makes me you nervous you, knowing that all you have to do is win the game. I think in my head, you were going to go with the team that you thought was going to win. And I think that you were going to go Chiefs. So, okay. That can that I, yes, of course.
1: Can I make a prediction? I'm going to hold my hands up just so you know I'm not writing anything.
0: Yep. Hands up, hands up, hands up.
1: Can I make a prediction for what I think you chose?
0: Please.
1: So I thought – so in my mind, my thought was I'm just going to choose who I think is going to win – Um, I was trying to think about yours, but sometimes that confuses me when I like double down on what I think you're going to go with. And then I'm like, try to do reverse, reverse psychology. And sometimes it's just easier to be like, all right, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm going to choose who I think is going to win. So for you, I think that you were trying to look, and you even told me, you were trying to decide who I chose and then chose the opposite. So I think that you would think that I was choosing the chiefs because of all of those things. And I believe that you chose the Eagles heading into it because of those things, because I do tend to like favor the chiefs. I think they are an incredible team.
0: I also think they're an incredible team. And if I was going on my heart of who I think is going to win the game, I think that the chiefs are going to win this game. So without further ado, paper up, I'm grabbing the pen. I'm kidding.
1: I was like, I swear I don't have the pen. (laughs) So. All right.
0: For all the marbles. For all
1: the marbles.
0: If we have the same team, I am officially doing the combine. If we are opposite, we will find out on Sunday. How are we going to do this?
1: All right. I've got mine right here. It's written right under my finger. Three, two, one. Oh, God.
0: What? What? I can't see yours. You're doing the combine, Bob. Oh, no, I see an E. Why did you do that? I'll tell you why. No.
1: (laughs) I actually, all of that, I feel like I was talking so much down on the eagles right there, but there's a few reasons why. And just so you can see my paper.
0: Why did you do that? So that way
1: it is fully, fully legal. Can you see that okay?
0: do see the eagles.
1: Okay. (laughs) Sorry about the NFL combine the reason like I chose the Eagles a couple of reasons number one I think that defensive factor is going to be a deciding factor if they can Patrick Mahomes is their team is the entire chief's team he gets things done and can make miraculous plays but we have seen if he can be contained, then he can be beaten. And I think that the Eagles have enough power up front in their defensive line that they're going to be able to contain him. And then number two, which I thought for sure you were going to choose Chiefs because of this, because I thought you were going to choose, think I chose Eagles as for a little bit in terms of like just off of my heart, is because of Carter and Paige live in Philly.
0: Dang it. And, you did say that.
1: And, of course, got to give us a shout-out to Big T. We don't have anybody that we know that's, like, a huge Chiefs fan. So.
0: Dang I it. Thought, I I, in my head, I was
1: like, if he thinks I'm going heart, he's going to think Eagles. But if he thinks I'm going head, he's going to think Chiefs. So I just went with who I think's going to actually win. And I think it. I think that the Eagles do have a slight edge.
0: I totally forgot about the Cardo and Page connection in Philly. Gosh. Dang it. And Uh-oh, that I think is so we might frustrating because I would have gone there. with who I actually but, think is going uh, yeah, to win, I would have gone Luan with the Chiefs. And just
1: talk about while well, he tries to reload. So, yeah, I guess that solidifies it. Bob and I both have chosen Uh-oh, the Eagles heading into Super Bowl 57. It will still be exciting to see what happens. Oh, did I lose you there? I absolutely could see uh, Patrick Mahomes pulling out another miracle out of his hat and just doing the damn thing and winning another Super Bowl. Uh, he could go ahead of his 50 percent record. He could take a two and one record heading into or heading into next season if he pulls this out. But I also think it could be pretty cool for the Eagles. They haven't won in a bit. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has never been there, so he's never won. Don't know that A.J. Brown has ever won. And got to give a shout-out, too, to Nick Sirianni. Um, he was the head coach at Mount Union University, which was my uh, brother-in-law's and my sister. That's where they went to school. So lots of ties there for me in the heart. Nick Sirianni, uh, Carter and Paige living in Philly. Big T, got to love them. So lots of shouts out. Yeah, I, I feel like if I was going – Oh, I don't know. It's so hard. Actually, no, I think my brain, oh, I don't know. I, I honestly contemplated for so long. because I'm like, easily, easily, easily Patrick Mahomes could win. And I feel like he is like a Tom Brady type of guy where like betting against him is never a good idea. But so I thought for sure you're gonna go Chiefs. But anyways, I don't know. I think the Eagles D will have the edge. So we'll see yeah you better start uh working out well it's a pleasure uh having this this bet with you i'm excited to see your scores and i'll probably do it with you i don't know that i'll post my scores but i'll probably do it with you so you got that to look forward to (laughs) you'll do great you'll do great but yes i'm excited to see what happens this weekend Uh, We will come in, do a quick little shout-out, I'm sure, at some point next week to just talk about what happened in the Super Bowl, talk about the fun things. Bob's over there dancing because he's pretty happy about it. But, yeah, that's all we really have for this week. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a good game all the way around. Have fun. Be safe. Eat some good food. Hang out with friends. Do whatever it is you do for the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoy. And we will check in with y'all next week. (laughs) Whopper Whopper Junior Whopper